Hello, hello, and hello, everybody! Welcome back for another episode. If not now, when? Today, oh my goodness, I have such an honor to welcome our guest Juan Ignacio in the show with us today. If you don't know Juan, oh my goodness, Juan is first of all born and raised in his beautiful country, Costa Rica. He has extensive experience in the country development strategy, as well as in the investment, wealth management, and real estate development sectors, where he served as a general manager and director of expansion and marketing for Central America. He earned his bachelor degree from Cornell and MBA from Wharton. You know, with everybody, I am just so excited. I'm such an honor to welcome Juan, and thank you so much, Juan, for joining us. And welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Wen. I'm really honored to be part of your show and to talk to your audience. And um, so I'm, I'm as thrilled as you are, and it's really an honor for me. And cheers from uh, Pura Vida, Costa Rica. Incredible, Juan. So tell us, how did your journey begin? Well, um, I've always been very interested in economic development issues, on trying to get our country, our small country, Costa Rica, which is in the middle of Central America, to be um, to be part, a relevant part of this world, of this intensely competing mm-hmm. world, and uh, and growing world, and full of challenges. I've always had the passion to try and uh, contribute to my country's growth and development. So um, I went. I, I was raised here in Costa Rica. I went to an American school where I learned my English and had the chance to uh, to go to school in the states. Um, so I, I did my undergrad at Cornell University mm-hmm. and and then worked for consulting and. Uh, in KPMG for a couple of years, both here in Costa Rica and Guatemala, and then went to uh, to Wharton for my MBA, which I mm-hmm. I initially did it in finance, mm-hmm. but then I got a, a minor also in public policy, and that minor in public policy really com- confirmed my ambition that I should dedicate my life to try and raise the profile of our country competitiveness here in Costa Rica. Why is that important for you, Juan? I've tried to do uh, activities all around that subject, and I'm very happy and very pleased what we've done. And, uh, mm-hmm. and here we are, when you know we 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 feel very very proud and excited. So um, so yeah, it's all about um, you know creating talent in this country, you know, mm-hmm. generating the best jobs for our for our uh, citizens, you know, and try to raise as much the quality of life. You know, and the standards of living of Costa Ricans. That's basically my my motto and my mission. Yeah, and Juan, you know, your passion is loud and clear, and I love that you have such such a heart, such a love to your country, which is so admirable. I'm just curious: Are you always this way? How do you know, or when do you know that you have a passion to raise the, uh, you know, in the country development? How do you know, you know, when does that come about? It's very interesting when I think it comes from the family. It comes mm-hmm. from my family. Um, I come from a political family. Mm-hmm. My my great uncle, my great grandfather was president of Congress in this country in the 1930s. Wow. My grandfather was president of the central bank in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. And my maternal uh, uncle, 
the, bro the brother of my mother has been president of Costa Rica twice, um, wow. between 1986 and 1990, where he earned the Nobel Peace Prize in 1987 for the Arias Peace Plan. His name is Oscar Arias. Mm. And then he he ran again for president in 2006 to 2010, and he was president a second time. Mm -hmm. So it runs in the family that I was born and raised with this, you know, interest on trying mm -hmm. to help to help the country, you know, and work upon the competitiveness of the country. And so I guess it comes from there, you know. I think mm -hmm. you bring it from your from your from your birth from your childhood. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's been very gratifying. It's so you always gratifying. know that one, just because you well, are, you know, some kind of from such a noble and beautiful family. Do you always know that as little as you were young? Sometimes they know, you know. Sometimes they don't. But um, but it's it's a it's a pride that you mm -hmm. carry, and uh, and I've been very careful not to not to not to confuse it with ego, you know, and try to keep myself. Uh, you know, humble and, uh, you know, be be humble with the humble and, and be uh, mean with the mean. You know, that's that's a motto that I have uh, that I have learned from my from my parents and um, try to help those people that most need it. And so that really drives me. And, um, and I guess my studies and my work has allowed me to have a global vision and a, a global access to talent all around the world, you know, and think in a global way, you know, trying to see that Costa Rica is part of a world, yeah. but there's a whole world out there that we need to understand and, mm -hmm. um, and you know, and try to, to make as much as possible from that. I think it's really incredible that you have such a view where, uh, you know, you're from Costa Rica, but you're also seeing the world. And today you kind of combine the two pieces together and create something just so magical at where you are. So take us back to the journey, Juan. We'd love to kind of unpack the story a little bit more. You mentioned earlier you, you, you came to stay for your undergrad. And then after a couple of years of consulting, you go back to Wharton. So maybe uh, pick it up from there. After MBA, what happened? You said a minor change your perspective. What happened from there? Yeah, I graduated from 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 my MBA at, at UPenn in 1997. I had the great honor to work in Morgan Stanley uh, in private banking in New York uh, for three years, mm -hmm. and then came back to Costa Rica and started helping the Minister of Science and Technology. That's why, because I've always thought that, uh, and I learned at my at my MBA that uh, it is through science and technology and innovation, you know, and R and D, that countries can really progress. So, um, so I I had a great experience helping the Minister of Science and Technology between 2002 and 2003, mm -hmm. and then that allowed me to connect myself to a to a project that really changed my life. When and mm -hmm. that is. I was hired as part of a consulting team at the City Council of Madrid in Spain to implement uh, a, a science and technology park in the in the city of Madrid. And I I spent four years there, living there, mm -hmm. um, one year as, as a single guy, and uh, on three years, um, you know, married with my current wife, you know, which oh. we have almost eighteen years of marriage. Oh. And um, and that project in Madrid, where I was able to travel to different science and technology parks around the world, mm 
in Spain, in Britain, in France, in Singapore, in, in Japan, in Israel. That really changed my view about what could be done in terms of infrastructure to attract foreign direct investment and to attract companies that did R and D. Mm -hmm. And we did that. We did that in Madrid. You know, mm -hmm. Spain has a has a great uh, uh, infrastructure of science and technology parks, mm -hmm. and that is something that I've been trying to to implement here in Costa Rica mm -hmm. uh, since. You know, so what I did when is that I joined. I joined a major uh, developer, a Spanish developer that had investments in Costa Rica, uh, which they ha he had uh, business parks invested in Costa Rica. And I joined him for 10 years and we implemented, you know, a number of, of construction projects that allowed to accommodate companies that we attracted from the U.S., from mm -hmm. Europe, from Asia, and that came to Costa Rica And many of them are now with R&D labs, you know, and projects that do innovation, innovation processes here in the country. So uh, I'm still involved with the group and, um, and, you know, I'm very close to, 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 to the, to the developer who is uh, from Valladolid, Spain. And, um, and we, we, we generate a number of activities and a number of value added, um, Uh, services that allow us to attract even more multinational companies into the country. Mm -hmm. So that is um, that is something that I feel very proud about. And recently, when I also decided to go and attract startups, not only big startups. What happened? That is a huge transition from you know bringing a project like it's such a large international project now shift to a a startup sector. What happened there, Juan? Yes, we we decided. I mean, we decided that that um, that, for example, the multinationals that we brought into the country when were not really connecting or linking, uh, creating productive linkages with the with the hundreds of uh, micro and small uh, local companies in the country, and thus uh, we had a, a big a big task there. We we needed to we needed for the multinationals you know, to kind of link themselves and create uh, benefits, you know, by having small and uh, micro local companies as suppliers. Mm. And the way to do that, we realized, was to start attracting startups from all over the world mm -hmm. who were knowledge intensive and who brought a number of uh, transfer of technology mechanisms and transfer of knowledge You know, and they could work with the local SMEs so that the whole value chain of um, yeah. of certain sectors could be could be of higher value in the country, mm -hmm. and so that multinationals could work along with local mm -hmm. suppliers who were in in joint ventures with these international mm -hmm. startups. Mm -hmm. So we started to do that, and it's been a fascinating journey. It's been fascinating. What about that? How does how? Was it difficult? Was it easy? What, well, what? it's, it's a whole process, you know. It's a, it's an ongoing process. So, for example, um, we work uh, with an Israeli company, you know, mm -hmm. who's a small company based in Tel Aviv, and they have a software who's based on artificial intelligence mm -hmm. to try and create courses to help students pass certain standardized tests, mm -hmm. you know, such as GRE, GMAT, or, you know, um, uh, public high school tests, you know, um, 
and 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 that kind of software has been implemented for example in our ministry of education and it's been implemented in schools here all over costa rica wow. so that students can better prepare for these exams so we are we're kind of helping with all of these transfer of technology and knowledge Mm-hmm. that that all of these international wonderful SMEs have mm-hmm. you know and that for example countries like Israel like mm-hmm. Britain like Japan you know like France like Spain can offer to the world mm-hmm. of, and of course the US you know and um, so we've been working recently a lot with with small companies with startups mm-hmm. trying to uh, create specific objectives in the country Mm-hmm. and trying also to um to 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 form joint ventures with local companies so that our local let's say um um <clears throat> plethora of uh, of startups in the, of of companies in the country can benefit from from knowledge brought from from outside so you know it's it's been a it's been a journey it's a non process journey that's what i do 24 hours a day um you know i i am constantly you know uh, connecting the dots we call it connecting the dots when which is you know trying to trying to bring all of that international knowledge uh, and reflected in 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 micro and small and medium and medium sized enterprises from all over the world and trying to for mm-hmm. them to work with our local ecosystem So we for example not only offer them access to our local local companies but also to our R&D infrastructure to our to our public universities to our research research labs you know to our local talent you know and then and then that's that's a value added that Costa Rica has been positioning itself as a country you know where you can find great talent great R&D resources to be used by international companies So um uh, so we we've, we've gone a, we've gone a long way and um, me being in the business of foreign direct investment attraction mm-hmm. those two uh viewpoints br- uh, attracting the big company the multinational you know mm-hmm. the brand names the microsofts you know mm-hmm. the the roches you know the the <clears throat> there are so many companies you know and mm-hmm. And, and and linking them with local startups that are helped up helped by mm-hmm. international small startups is mm-hmm. has been a working formula that it's really becoming successful and it's a lot of work mm-hmm. but it can be done and i think it just it just strengthens our local mm-hmm. um um innovative ecosystem you know here in Costa Rica and Central America I would say Central America because we also work a lot with with Guatemala's let's say startups and uh, and I'm trying to give it a regional kind of focus not only Costa Rica Juan wow you are such a visionary it's so obvious that you have a heart you have a passion for the country development but in the meantime you also have such a strategic mind to working with you know multi uh national company you know outside of you know uh Costa Rica going in the country but in the meantime formulate and or establish an ecosystem locally to cut up having that connection that linking uh, uh as you mentioned earlier so then it could be a thriving ecosystem assistant that is wild what a like global global impact that's magical how do you always 
so clear about what you want, Juan, because you've seen some who are just so clear about this is exactly what you meant to do on this planet. We always oh, know. No, don't think so, Wen. Don't think so. No, sometimes you 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 come through big mountains, you know, and you crash with a mountain, yeah. which is a big obstacle, you know. Sometimes our our investment climate doesn't help, mm-hmm. you know. Take into account that Costa Rica is also a very bureaucratic country, mm. very paternalistic. So we've had a lot of challenges. So the road has not always been easy. What is the biggest mountain you climb, Juan? Or in other words, it maybe it's a mountain you climb, or maybe the biggest say mis- mistake or downfall that maybe you have in you know occurred that is not expected. Yes, the biggest one of the biggest challenges when believe it or not is um, is working in this country as a team. You know, teamwork. You know, and um, and confidence. You know, gaining confidence. Um, there's always a lack of confidence when you try and and and, and work with 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 a number of different players and try to connect them. There's always you know certain doubts you know and uh, and reluctances that you have to deal with because from the other side of the table they ask they ask you why are you doing this why do you want me to work with this player. Um, um won't this client or supplier take advantage of me you know so there's there's a whole lack of trust mm-hmm. which which is i think is common a lot in latin america not only in central america that we have we have to deal with you know so i would say the biggest challenges challenges is lack of trust mm-hmm. that inhibits teamwork you know and um and then the second thing I would say is bureaucracy. We have to deal with bureaucracy mm-hmm. and we have to, you know, to transmit a whole efficient mindset, mm-hmm. you know, uh, within a number of institutions that are very bureaucratic, you know, and slow. So, mm-hmm. so it's not always been, it's not always been a joy, you know, you mm-hmm. know there's a lot of uh, challenges to be, to be worked upon. There's a lot mm-hmm. of, um, you know, of obstacles that we have had to to to, to face. Mm-hmm. Many of them are resolved, but many of them are still there. So mm-hmm. this is the this is the 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 playing game. You know, this is the field where you play, and you just have to to to, to learn how to dance, how to dance in the rain. <laughs> How to dance? Uh, well said, Juan. And first of all, I think just uh, such a admirable and inspirational, you know, about you know how you really set up to conquer this big mountain. You choose to climb the highest mountain, and therefore, of course, uh, you know, not surprisingly, there are there are uh, roadblocks along the way that you know make a journey even more exciting, more challenging and more fun. And I'm curious, you know, with those um, roadblocks in, in, in the way, how do you move forward? Or in other words, is there a day, is there a moment you're like, darn, when I don't know if I have, if I can push this. I don't know if this is worth fighting tomorrow. How would you have the courage coming back second day, keep fighting? I would say when very interesting question. I love your question. Very, I mean, very important to 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 you know to, to think about that answer. I would say that the best solutions come when you calm down and you sit down and you start thinking. You start thinking about what is a possible solution, you know? 
and try to think in a calm way, talk to many talk to many people as possible, people that you trust. But you need to think and to take your time to 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 develop a pathway that will solve the different issues that you face. You know, I think I think that um, that also putting it in writing is very helpful. You know, mm -hmm. when you write and and you try and and expose, okay, this is the problem. Mm -hmm. These are the actors in the problem. This is what you need to solve. This is what you need to achieve. Mm -hmm. How are you going to achieve it? So um, I would say also to answer the question is that it is that being impulsive doesn't help you. You have to control impulsiveness. You have to control emotions. Mm -hmm. being, being emotionally intelligent is so important. It's probably even more important than your technical skills. You know, your your hard your hard knowledge sometimes is less important than your soft knowledge. You know, you need to apply your your right hand and your left hand. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to apply you know a strategy. Mm -hmm. You need to be empathetic. Mm -hmm. You need you need to put yourself in the shoes of the other person. Mm -hmm. You know, and you need really to solve a problem and to try and do it in a way where you won't generate conflict and you mm -hmm. won't generate enemies. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is quite important. It is quite important to, um, you know, to, to, to uh, create a, let's say, a, a working path, you know, mm -hmm. a, 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 a route, a plan. Mm -hmm. Of how are you going to 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 work around obstacles, around problems, you know, and uh, and and you just have to think a lot and try to be around great, you know, minded people, you know, mm -hmm. that are really giving you value at it. So I would say mm -hmm. I would say when that that is the way that you kind of face difficult issues because you will definitely face them, you know. Yeah. Um, when you bring into the country companies that generate hundreds of hundreds of, of you know of 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 employment, you know, um, you need to solve their problems. You know, you need to you need to be efficient, competitive, but also with startups, you also you also need to generate that confidence, that trust. You know, they need to you you, you need to convince them that they can trust in you, and generating trust is, is something that that is that takes a while. <laughs> and it's very easy to lose when, if you make a mistake, if you um, um, just um, go the wrong way on an emotional issue, for example, you can certainly lose a lot of the road that you have traveled, you know, in seconds. So, <laughs> so you always have to be very careful and uh, try to be as calm as possible. I would advise meditation. I would advise exercise. I would advise a great relationship with your family, with your spouse, with your mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. I would advise to value your family unit. Mm -hmm. You know, the best, some of the best, some of the best advices come from your kids, you know, and they, come from, <laughs> they come from your spouse or yeah. they come from your sister and your parents, you know, mm -hmm. they're, they're the ones that really love you and they are the ones that give you the best advice. Mm -hmm. But certainly, certainly, yes, it is. It is a challenge when it's. Mm -hmm. It is. It is not easy. And at the end of the day, you know, you're trying. You're, you're basically working 
to create, you know, to create better a better a better business environment for for a country, mm -hmm. and um, and sometimes you need to sacrifice your personal benefit and mm -hmm. try to to do things that that benefit the, your 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 country. So so yes, it's it's a whole challenge. Wow. Juan, what a master. I can just tell that you're such a people leader. You hold yourself up in this enormous vision that you are creating, you are building. And meanwhile, I can also tell that what really your secret sauce is make sure surround yourself with the right people, su support it with you know, right family, and you know, you know, kind of guarding that mental health in the meantime, toggle those challenges with the right mindset. And Wow, what a master. And you, I could not put it better than what you just said. So thank you for sharing with us that insight. And speaking about startup ecosystem, I'm curious, you know, tell us a bit more about what are you building today in, a, in the Costa Rica regarding startup ecosystem? Yes, we have a, we have a whole methodology when. I mean, we, when, we, when we meet a talented individual, you know, um, either, um, either uh, you know, a uh, uh, a young, a young uh, woman, or a young man, uh, or a, a you know, a, or a more mature man or woman with a great idea and great passion, we have a whole methodology in uh, in two stages that we implement in order to make sure that uh, they can do great things with their idea and their project. So we we have a, a phase one, which is called a discovery phase where we work with them around three months and we try and explore a lot the human side of the person behind an idea or a project. Um, and that is different from, any, from, from, other, from other people that, that try and help startups. You know, we, we focus a lot on the person behind the idea. You know, if the person has the motivation, has the passion, has the drive, even the idea may change. You know, but they still can become successful with their entrepreneurial project. You know, so we focus a lot on getting to know the human side of the person, you know, and what drives them, you know. And um, once we see that this person is the right fit, we start looking at their products and services. Um, they need to solve a problem. We first ask, okay, the first question we ask is, in what business are you? Okay. Uh, for example, when, if you ask Google in what business is Google, you know, the, the question, the answer is, you know, in, um, in ads, in publicity, you know, they, they, you know uh, and um, so we start analyzing every entrepreneurial idea and person in terms of in what business do you want to be, in what business are you, okay, what is the problem or the you know what is the 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 let's say the <clears throat> the um, it's called dolor in Spanish, which is what is the pain? What is the pain that you that you are trying to solve? Okay, mm -hmm. and why would your product or service uh, solve that pain? You know, mm -hmm. we try to 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 find technological differentiators when on the different products and services that are offered. And we try to make sure that these products and services are scalable to a global mm. scale. Very important, you know. So we are very demand-driven. We always ask the entrepreneur, is your product or services really being demanded mm. or you're just trying to sell them? 
Okay, mm -hmm. there's a whole difference. Mm -hmm. Okay, and those mm -hmm. demand-driven products and services, you know, uh, if that demand is solid and it's global, and it really solves a problem, then we have mm -hmm. we have a hit. You know, we mm -hmm. have we have a good we have a good a good match. Mm -hmm. So yes, we have a whole process, mm -hmm. and um, and uh, this this process is implemented through our startup company called CI Hubs. Creating innovation hubs, which is part of the most renowned uh, tech incubator in Costa Rica called Parque Tech. Mm. So, so yes, I mean we we have a whole methodology, and we have worked with over twelve hundred um, uh, entrepreneurs, wow. and so we have seen everything. You know, we have we have seen from the enthusiastic, driven person, you know, who becomes a success. You know, to the enthusiastic driven person that is enthusiastic because of the wrong reasons mm -hmm. and suddenly their enthusiasm fades away. You know, um, we have seen it everything, you know, and uh, it's important to in this business and in this mm -hmm. journey to learn to say no, mm -hmm. you know, and to learn to identify when do you want to really help a person, you know, or, or help an idea to move it forward. So yes, it's um, it's a very challenging job. It's a very noble job. It it fits a purpose for us, which is very important, which is to help people. You know, to be to be of service to society. I mean, we value a lot being of service to society. You know, especially in Costa Rica, where we're a small society. <laughs> so um, so for us, that is important. When and. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm very happy to you know to share this with you because it moves us. Yeah. And for example, right now we have the challenge. Okay, uh, it, uh, you know today or you know in this week. Okay, we are creating a couple of events that are going to be uh, given to a to a physical audience of around 200 people. Mm -hmm. You know, and trying trying to learn. Okay, how can be how can the country be more competitive? You know, in the in the shared services sector, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, in the financial and corporate uh, services sector, for example, where we attract a lot of companies. Mm -hmm. How can how can we link that sector with a, where a lot of multinationals come into Costa Rica? You know, uh, Procter mm -hmm. Gamble, Intel, mm -hmm. um, um, Roche, as I told you, uh, Hakoda, mm -hmm. from all over the world. You know, Akamai. Uh, Accenture, you know, all of these companies come and they they work with local human talent, mm -hmm. and we need to become even more competitive on that talent, mm -hmm. trying to develop the best services for the multiple clients of all of these multinationals around the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how can we uh, in, uh, involve more local talent? How we, how can we prepare them? How can mm -hmm. we make them be part of all of these value chains of services? So, so yeah, that's our our day to day, and uh, and we are very excited to to be in this business of the foreign direct investment attraction, mm -hmm. both from the multinational level and from the startup level. So we are we're very happy to to be doing that. I love I love what you are up to, Juan. Is you know so 
so incredible thing about you know first of all you coming from from the place of uh, love the passion the services make sure you know um, bring other country collectively from economic from deployment perspective but in the meanwhile you also deploy you know that investment from the multi uh, uh, corporate level as well as the local startup level and make sure the entire system uh, uh, remained. Uh, a flow remain connected, and you are in charge of such a big flow of the picture, which is wow! What a I imagine you are that this orchestra, um, uh, what do you call it, the director, and you are in front directing the beautiful music, and there are hundreds of music musician behind the scene to be part of the music that you are you are producing, which is quite a quite a masterpiece to say the least. So thank you for sharing that one. And I'm curious, you know, Juan, today you come a long journey, right? You know, we, we share about how you are always have this heart to, you know, bring uh, support for the country. And today you have done it all and you have come a long way. I'm curious, what is your definition for success? And with that, do you think you are successful today? Oof. Your questions are amazing, Gwen. Let me tell you, huh? awesome questions. I think to be successful, first, you need to be happy. You need to be happy. And to be happy, you need to have a balance in your life. You know, you need to live for others, not only for yourself. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, need to have, you need to have your loved ones very close, you know. And you also need to be loved. I mean, love is the solution for everything. John oh. Lennon said it in a very nice way, you know, 40 years ago. Um, all you need is love. And um, so you need to be happy. You need to be confident. You need to be, um, you know, you, have, you need to have a, a life project. If you don't have a life project, your life is just dull and meaningless. What's your life project? And, and, and my life project is to, is to create, of Costa Rica, a first world country. That's my mm -hmm. life project, you know, mm -hmm. um, to become, of Costa Rica, the, an, an, an Israel of startups, you know, and a startup nation, you mm. know, and, uh, and people tell me, Hey Juan, that's a great noble purpose. But I mean, do you make money with that? <laughs> I think, I think at the end when money comes at the end, you know, money comes later, you know, money is not the thing that should drive you, you know? Mm. Um, and I think that, that if you feel proud of what you do, if you feel that you that you are a good ambassador of your country, um, that's great. I mean, your purpose is to serve. Your purpose is to is to you know is to help others. Mm -hmm. I personally come not only from a political family but from a family that's that's well off economically. So I I've had the opportunity to you know to really you know not prioritize on money but prioritize on the objectives of what we want to do. So it's important to have that commitment and mm -hmm. to have that clarity, that, that clarity of vision, you know, mm -hmm. your vision of what you, where you want to go has to be clear. Mm -hmm. If you have that, then you will be plenty, you know, you know, you will be absolutely plenty, you know, and, um, and you will be able to, <laughs> To teach courses on wellness, you know, and to and to uh, to and to transmit this uh, this joy of living to other people. Mm -hmm. A journey is not always sweet, you know. It is not always sweet. There's always obstacles. There's always p 
people, you know, that may not want you to be successful. But that's part of life, you know. And you never said life was easy. But if you have a clear vision, if you are, if you have a stability in your life, if you have the maturity of having, uh, you know, passed and transferred between phases of your life, you know, um, if you if you have, um, you know, a stable personality, you know, where 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 you can control anxiety, you know, and control your you know your bad thoughts. Every Every one of us has bad thoughts, but I think you need to have that peace of mind, you know, and you need to have, you know, that, um, that good spirit in order to be successful. I would, I would answer the question that way. Wonderful. Well, with that, what inspires you today? What inspires me today? Oof. My two kids. Ignacio, which is 15, next week he will be going as a 10th grader to the Wharton Summer Program at UPenn. Oh that, just, that just has me very happy. And my girl, Elena, she's 14. Um, those two kids are my inspiration, you know. Aww. But again, if, if you ask me what also inspires me, you know, it, is, it inspires me that, uh, for example, here in Costa Rica, we work with almost 100% renewables, renewable sources of energy, for example. Wow. Um, we are a clean country, mm. you know, and 26% of our territory are national parks, protect national parks. So that taking care of, uh, that taking care of, uh, of our nature. Mm-hmm. You know, and seeing the beauty of nature here is just amazing. Aww. So that inspires me too. That gives me a lot of happiness. But uh, and having friends, yeah, friends inspire me a lot. When I mean <laughs> having friends, being well liked, being respected, you know, um, that always that's always nice. You know, that's always mm-hmm. nice. I think I think your question leads me to tell you that uh, we all need to be inspirational. Mm. You need to inspire others. You know that's very, 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 very important. With that one, you know, one day you and me are long gone by now. What do you want your grace done to say about you? Well, I would like people to say that I really did my best on trying mm. to raise the standards of living of my fellow citizens, on reducing inequality, on reducing poverty on helping people succeed, on helping people become successful and have their their ideas turned into reality. I would like to be remembered as a person who helps young kids go into science and technology, especially girls, because girls between the grades of sixth and ninth grade, um, girls, if they go into science and technology, that's the best contribution oh. you can do to, to your to your country, you know. So, so yes. So I would like to be remembered like for that. It made my heart swell that you said that. I do have to agree. I think the world it is a better place when we all rise up together, men and women, boys and girls. And I love that you said that. Just ah, so wonderful. 
you know, one with that, you know, wow, what a, what a honorable, what a beautiful journey. And truly, you know, such a, such a blessing here, you kind of come along the way. And, you know, I do have, uh, I do want to ask you, you know, kind of two more questions. One is, well, what is, what do you think is number one biggest secret sauce for your success, for your, your journey up to this moment? I would say it's, it's uh, persistence, consistency, mm-hmm. never giving up, mm-hmm. um, always having a, always having a, you know, a good attitude. There are some days where where you have a lot of problems and it's tough, yeah. but always have a, a persistent, consistent personality and discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I I would tell you, I mean, I, I I think I don't, I am not disciplined enough in many things, you know. Mm-hmm. But but I think discipline is is absolutely important in terms of your job. Mm-hmm. Um, discipline not only to work but also to exercise or to spend time with your family, mm-hmm. to spend time out of you know all, uh, uh, with, your, with your with your phone off, you know, mm-hmm. away from your phone, you know, focusing on your kids, focusing mm-hmm. on your on your loved ones, you know. And I would say is discipline and persistence. Oh my goodness, Juan! You have such a such a good heart. I love that you have all those priorities in check. You know what's important for you. You know what your vision. You go after that, but in the meantime, also balancing with a family, with a community, with all the amazing project around. And wow, what a you're just such a wonderful, wonderful leader. With that, my last question, uh, Juan, is, you know, today you work with business, you know, from uh, multinational small businesses. And I'm curious, what would you advise uh, founders who are maybe on their journey, who are startup uh, founders and wanted to grow and scale their business, but right now maybe in the process of maybe uh, finding a big mountain, as we said, how would you advise um, them to, um, to move forward? My best advice for, uh, for founders is, to to try and uh, and wake up every morning and make sure that what they are beginning to do is what they really like. Mm-hmm. I mean um, that that it has a purpose for them, that it means something, that it's important in their values. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a linkage between the values of a person, the ethics mm-hmm. of a person, and what they decide to do. Uh, become an entrepreneur. Becoming an entrepreneur is very difficult. It's not easy. It's not for everyone. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you're leaving your comfort zone. You know, the best comfort zone is when you receive a paycheck every 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 uh, 15 days. Mm-hmm. You no, know, but being an entrepreneur, if you're gonna go and do that, it's because you like what you do. You believe in it. You know, you mm-hmm. feel identified with it. You feel that that accomplishes you. That that fulfills you. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that is something that you need to feel it in your heart. You know, and that that allows you to have discipline and allows you to have persistence. Mm-hmm. You know, um, make sure that the entrepreneur is not do, is not doing this to prove anything to anyone else, or to take revenge from anyone else. You know, but that they really want to do this because it fulfills them as a person, whatever it is. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and that money is not the first step. Money is at the end of the of the funnel. You know. Money, money, money will come if um, if you drive your purpose mm-hmm. and if your why is very solid. You know, mm-hmm. uh, why are you doing what you're doing? Mm-hmm. 
Mm, I really enjoy that, Juan. I think it's so well said that, you know, if you do really clear about your why, your mission, you know, really, I think the entire universe got you back. Whatever you do, going to be a momentum charging forward. But if you, you know, happen to uh, driven by a different or wrong motivation, whether it's revenge or you know, wealth or all other things that outside of the things you do that you truly love, it's hard to create that momentum, hard to have that have that support around. Um, so with that, Juan, wow, what a what a beautiful journey. And truly, thank you for come, you know, come online to uh, share your insight. So inspirational. I think you are somebody who I, you know, I felt like I if I I'm so grateful to not only meet you, I feel like one day I probably will read you through a book or through another, you know, because you're just somebody who are just so I can imagine someone to always do the right thing, having the right vision and truly here to serve your country, your people. It's so admirable. So with that, you know, truly from bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being here. And we truly appreciate you. And also for everybody who is listening today, truly thank you you all for joining today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. And I cannot wait to see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Ciao. Thank you, Wen. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Great to be here. I love, I love this space and uh, hope we can repeat it soon. All right? Of course. Cheers to everybody. Huh?